0: Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid 20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy! Hi everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Two Day Hangover. Thank you to everyone who tuned in last week. I gave a little bit of an introduction about me, so please go ahead and check out that episode if you haven't already, but as promised, I did wanna talk this episode solely on my healing journey. I think I've shared it with essentially the entire world at this point that I am going through a breakup. It was quite unexpected, but I believe my strength and my confidence and my independence I have been working on for the last well a little under a year now which I talked about in the last episode has been a huge part of what's getting me through I don't know if I'm gonna need to take breaks during this episode take some pauses I I honestly have no idea you guys but I hope that me sharing my side of the story course there are two sides guys by the way but I hope by me sharing this story that maybe some of you that are either going through their own little healing era or have before can resonate can relate and we can be there for each other I'm just gonna do what I do best and get right into it I had been dating my now ex-boyfriend for almost two years and within that time I believe we both grew a lot and it was a beautiful beautiful relationship I believe that there were communication issues throughout our entire relationship and they were something that I almost wanted to ignore for the sake of having my best friend and having a love unlike I'd had before. Um, Essentially a reason that it was so shocking for me was we had had, I guess to backtrack a little bit, our first year it wasn't easy. Um, He was the first guy I met when I moved to Austin in August of 2020, you guys. And sorry, mom, but it did get, you know what, pretty fast. And I was tunnel vision for this, man. I absolutely just knew we were going to date. I didn't know when, and I waited for him. So when I talk about waiting and whether you should wait or not for someone, like I did my part waiting for him, just knowing that, like, this foundation and chemistry was going to turn into something. I just didn't know when. But it by no means was a pleasant start. And that's something I don't feel like sharing right now in this episode. But just please keep that in mind. Like I had a lot of patience then. We started dating in January of 2021 officially after kind of working through some of that. And so it started very fast once we actually started dating. And I think that me coming off of a previous relationship with trust issues and he actually had some trust issues himself that he was better at working through than i was i think i still for a lot of that first year held what happened in the beginning against him communication wise i was drinking heavily he was drinking heavily we're in the same friend group lots of ties were twisted so i really felt like when i started my own journey in december 2021 and a little bit before that as well when i moved in my own apartment started kind of being honest with myself about my own party habits and communication issues i really noticed that our relationship kind of took a beautiful turn i would say that happened like in the second year so it's funny to think of that way but we we obviously went through a lot i just want to emphasize that foundation of friendship and that foundation of just we'd been through a lot already anyway backtracked but back to what happened yeah we'd had a really busy summer um we'd had a busy even spring we traveled a lot travel was always a foundation of our relationship we started traveling with our friends very quickly upon dating I got asked as one of the questions that I'll just answer pretty soon but it was like whether I regretted making those memories and traveling with him I'm gonna ponder that as I answer that right now essentially this summer we went on this is literally under a month ago guys we went on my dream vacation we went to the greek islands we had a layover in amsterdam we had a half week back in austin and we were on the road again to san diego and then to my brother's wedding and it was great we had tiffs like i think that i wish he would understand more that like that's more typical and like analyze what the difference between tiffs and deep rooted communication issues are, if that makes sense. But all in all, like I was I would never have done those things if that man was not my forever. And yeah, it, it was a great summer, though. I, I don't believe I regret the trips. I'll get into it more like I said, but I'm allowed to be hurt by them i um, so anyway went to my only brother's wedding was with my family danced with my grandma saw me walk down the aisle as a bridesmaid it was just an incredible weekend we got back and my family has been going back and forth about a trip in Portugal and it was really important for me for him to come a because as I've told you guys travel is so important for me it's a big value my family is kind of weird about when to include a boyfriend versus a husband because of things that have happened like for instance I was really hurt that this situation happened because he jumped in pictures knowing that pictures are a really big thing like in the wedding and if you jump in pictures you want to see a future you know so Anyway, my family had essentially officially invited him to Portugal and that was a big deal for me. And he was being very wishy-washy, not clear, kind of blaming it on flight anxiety. And I started kind of honestly spiraling you guys. My communication values went out the window and then there was a paralleling situation that happened where essentially this is such like a college issue, you guys, (laughs) but this is kind of Austin for you, there is this girl and we were once friends, but I just believe she. crossed boundaries with my relationship one too many times and it was essentially just that she had invited him and not me on this boat, which typically it's like, I think a lot of times stereotypically like men don't understand. They'll be, like, Oh my girl's being crazy. Like she just, she, she just wants to be on the boat. She's jealous, whatever. But like to me and my deep rooted meaning was like, okay, I'm talking about all these future things. And like you just were dancing with my grandma, at my only brother's wedding and we had a beautiful trip and suddenly like a snap of a finger. I no longer feel, like we're on the same team it was just like I wanted him to be there for me and the problem was I was flip-flopping in how I communicated that I was kind of battling between being the chill girlfriend and saying my true feelings something I really wanted to happen I think was just him be like I am on your team I understand why that hurts you like I want to make sure I'm strong with the boundaries and that we do this together and he had moments where he was able to do that but At the end of the day, he did go on the boat even after like this whole tiff. And I don't think he ever realized the deeper meaning until maybe afterwards when we talked. And I just wanted to say that I did have issues with communication, but I don't believe that it was my fault, if that makes sense. (laughs) And that's very weird to say. It hurt me that he was saying that like I was so hard on him communication wise and That's what made him not happy. But I believe that I am strong willed. I am a lot. I need someone who appreciates that about me. And in that situation, I was not just going to sit there and say something as small as it was didn't bother me. And I was going to be upset that we were not on the same team when all of this had just occurred. That was the silly stupid fight that started it all. But essentially, I am not one to start talking about ending things unless it's serious. And the reason is I have been in a relationship before that was very toxic that he cheated on me. I went back to him. I did that whole dance. And I don't believe in this day and age with social media that it is typical that when you take... A break with someone or you dance around the idea of breaking up that you have a long future ahead of you. I know that is a hot take, but I know my brain. I know how I am and like I know how loyal I am in a relationship and how like just clear headed I am about the future and I just I don't dance around that idea. So that idea started to be danced around literally one week after my brother's wedding. And I was heartbroken. I was clouded. I had no idea what to say. I lashed out. I fought for him, ended up going over there. And essentially the root of everything became a little bit more clear. He had feelings that he did not see a future with me. I at the beginning definitely do feel like as much love as I have for him. I do feel like it was a bit of an unfair conversation. Um, Both times that the conversation were had, it was essentially twice i went home after the conversation i was heartbroken confused stressed anxious all of the words all the adjectives but he i had wanted to call him because i'd seen that he was upset as well um went to check his location and he had already turned it off for the night um before it was like even officially broken up which ladies listen to your gut and listen to the red flags come on but I thought that that was a sign and I look at it now because that also made me spiral. I've been cheated on like that's a really big, you know, red flag and scary, scary thing. And so because that happened, I wasn't spiraling about like what girls were there. I was just like, wow, he does not see a future with me. Like it really clicked when he did that. And so I started in the beginning, like really being harsh on myself, being like, well, Hannah, if you weren't so much, if you didn't always say this uh, like it's me you didn't always say what you thought and how you felt like maybe he'd still be here if you had just ignored that or if you had just been in a better mood like this day in Greece like maybe he'd still be here. And then I had this really really weird gut feeling to stay awake and process my feelings And so by the middle of the night, I'm saying like, this is like 1am at this point, I start kind of seeing the balance where I was like, okay, yes, I had communication issues to work on. However, so did he. And that is never fair in a relationship that's supposed to be balanced to say, hey, you don't make me happy because of how you communicate. So I'm just going to hold on to that. And I'm not going to maybe work on myself things you've asked. And I started noticing that, that we have very different communication styles where if he did something that hurt me, and it was never very serious, you guys. He was very good to me. You saw my videos, all of that. I'll get into that. But like little things, like I'm a sensitive human being, and I'm proud of that too. I was closed off a lot in my life. I'm very sensitive now. And so I would communicate when he would hurt me, and I'd like move forward from it. He, on the other hand, is someone who's like a long a long thinker, (laughs) is that a word? And so I think he would hold on to these things that I did that bothered him to where every time I would bring something up, it was like, oh, well, you did X, Y, and Z at this point. And I don't think either rash response or holding things over your head response are something that either of us should be doing. However, it made me realize that, you know, there was more to this to process. The night continues and I had this another just gut reaction to call my mom and mom I love you. I know you're listening to us. I typically don't call her right away not because I don't want to tell her everything but because I know if I tell her something it's really really done for. I've done the thing where I've involved friends and family too early when it wasn't truly really done and it just it ends up like they don't like the person and they don't even know really what happened and everything but I knew my mom was up. It was like 5 a.m. I called her it just also felt like such a sign because I thought it would be a lot of I told you so's and instead it was just filled with exactly what I wanted to hear and needed to hear at the moment which was essentially yes you are a lot Hannah but like the right one will cherish that about you and will love that about you and there's things that Maybe he didn't try hard enough to understand about you and maybe vice versa, and that is okay. Your relationship can be 90% perfect, but have that 10% or even less so of a foundational difference that can in the end be enough to break you. You are both stubborn, that can be enough to break you. And maybe it's not stubborn in a healthy way. And then she said something that really changed my point of view. And she goes, Hannah, I think you're forgetting that you've always said that he like holds on to these thoughts and he takes a while to process. Like you do realize he's probably had these thoughts since like for a while. And then it clicked to me like, um, this man has known about this since before Greece, since before my trip to Greece. (laughs) And then the healthy anger came in. And the reason, and I'm like getting visuals of him dancing with my grandma a week ago. And it's just like, healthy anger you guys is not talked about enough because here I was most of the night by the way I'll cut off that part of the story love you mom great advice changed my mindset right away but anyway back to healthy anger I feel like so often it's either like I hate this man he ended it with me he cheated on with me or it's like what's wrong with me like why can't he love me I'm gonna wait for him why not me and so Yes, I have sadness and I went through those emotions and I got blessed to have a night to be able to go through that emotions essentially in one night to cry it out. But on the other hand, I can be realistic with how he ended it and that yes, it ended because of this tiff that sparked it. However, the timing of it is something that I can be angry about because, okay, so like the next time I'm PMSing, like you just don't see a future with me. It doesn't matter. Like when it was just so happened to be a week after my brother's wedding. And that healthy anger has allowed me to analyze, like, what about me? I can be honest with myself that I need to work on for a future partner. But then what about me? Have I worked on and have I ignored that I've worked on or it maybe hasn't been fully appreciated? And why does it truly hurt me that he ended it with me after my brother's wedding and a trip? Like what in the root of that truly hurts me? And that's something I can get into. But anyway, it's, I think it's really important to analyze that healthy anger and like, n- and knowing your worth truly to understand that healthy anger. Anyway, I called him up in that morning. I told him to come over again because I needed to say my piece. I think I needed like more closure. Um, I didn't know that this would be the way I got it. He came over. I don't want to share exactly what was talked about for the sake of his own privacy. But it was essentially the similar talk track. And it came clear to me that he needed time to decipher what he needed. And I had to look him in the eye and say I would not be there to wait. For him to take that time uh, that is something I've never done before that is something that I was so proud to do and that was something that hurt me in my entire heart to do um, because I wanted sorry, <clears throat> I wanted in my whole heart <clears throat> I wanted to say I could wait for him but it is so clear to me my value and my worth and I knew in that moment that this was a new journey and we would not be together anymore I also had some funny moments in that conversation that I got healthy anger like he was like so where are you gonna go and I like look back and I'm like excuse my French oh, fuck me where am I gonna go like <laughs> the streets like what do you mean and he was like California and I'm like oh my gosh like when I was talking about moving I was talking about us moving together like you know what I mean it was just like those funny little healthy anger moments By the way, to answer the question, I have no idea where I'm going to (laughs) go. That's a podcast episode for another day. But anyway, so I had some healthy spite this past weekend of being like, I cannot... Think of every single place in Austin as home for me and him. Or else I will literally despise the city and start singing Billie Eilish every single day on the top of my lungs, You Made Me Hate the City. I have to go make new memories in these places. So I've been doing a really great job at that, you guys. But anyway, I thought that was funny and (laughs) worth sharing. So you get a little bit of a better idea of my healthy anger um, from some of those examples, of course. Okay, so back to the example of why I was so hurt when it comes to travel and family and memories and whether I regret including them this summer. As I sort of said, I don't have an answer for that right now. And I think it's really important to note that when you're going through your healing process, you don't have to have an answer for that question, those situations. Um, I believe that and I hope and pray (laughs) that in his future relationships he really assesses his feelings before doing big events like that Um, because I know that I did and so instead of resenting him for doing all of that with me I am well first of all luckily I have a lot of content of myself so hey love it (laughs) but second of all I can appreciate the memories and I can relish in the good times without thinking he's going to be in my future. And that's something that like I really had to process this week because we did have so many good times. And I do feel like when he threw away me, he was throwing away everything. Um, and that was really hard for me to process in the beginning. But I now am saying to myself, like I'm allowed to feel sadness and hurt by these events and memories that meant so, so much to me. But I'm also allowed to celebrate them and I'm allowed to look at these pictures with a smile on my face one day. It won't be today, but one day. Um, and I can't use the word regret or regret would carry forth into our relationship and I could never say I regret that. Um, okay, so... Now I wrote down like little words because I didn't want to <laughs> I wanted this to come from my heart but like sorry if I'm backtracking a little bit obviously this is emotional for me but yeah explaining a little bit more about waiting for someone like I said I was not going to wait and the reason is when he showed me that in his eyes well I don't could be wrong but it looked like he still had love for me <laughs> I knew he wanted to wait or like needed to wait or whatever to me if I can genuinely have the confidence and analysis to understand that I gave this person my heart and I gave them everything about me there is closure in understanding that if that wasn't doing it for them there is no point in waiting or if it's a maturity difference yes you may want to wait and grow with them But for me, I need someone who is on track with me. I need someone where, like, I'm a lot, I'm being fiery, and they sit me down and they want to talk through it. And that's just, like, the fact of the matter. And that's something I've realized this past week. Um, And I am not going to wait for someone to figure that out. I also... (laughs) He's going to hate me for saying this. (laughs) Maybe not. I think he'll know what I mean if he ever heard this. But I... I think I was very patient with him in in, from how he started versus how he is now. And I'm extremely proud of him for how much he's grown. However, there's the one hand of that where it's like, wow, I kind of like helped raise you up a little bit. And then here you are like the second, maybe it's time for you to be patient with me and it's time for you to like work through it with me. You leave and then this next girl is going to get this version of you that i worked with you know that feeling you guys you know what i mean come on but instead of looking at it in that perspective because if there's one thing that could keep me up at night i'm gonna be honest it's that instead of looking at it from that perspective i am choosing to look at it and be like wow hannah you have the ability to have a true effect on someone and the ability to grow with someone and the ability to give your heart to someone and have them give their heart to you like that's really special and not everyone can do that have the patience for that and see someone's growth because of you and I'm choosing to look at that as a beautiful thing however because of all of that there is no way that this girl was waiting you know what I mean um I also have gotten a few DMS and I love you guys for this and my friends they'll be like why are you being so strong it's honestly a little bit scary and honestly at first I thought it was like a trauma response I'm like wow this is a fun new trauma response I'd never felt before because when my ex treated me in college oh my gosh you guys you think I'm reacting maturely now I literally banged in the door like imagine all these frat boys that I could have one day (laughs) liked but nope lost my chance then I'm like screaming he cheated on me like heartbroken reacted horribly so immature went back to him had insecurity issues all of that so I think a lot of it is more about like the work I've done since then and the independence work I've done since then and strength and internal acknowledgement of my own growth but I also was like oh hello trauma response but now I know my worth and I know my worst to an extent that I'm very hard on myself. And I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but I did something that that one influencer, Lauren, talked about where it's like you have the first day, you cry it all out, and then you get your ass up the next day and like you work towards the future. And I think I took that a little too literally at the start. Yes, it made me feel really powerful being able to get up, go to a workout class, like look myself in the mirror, listen to hot girl music, be with friends. But on the other hand, anytime I felt pain and guys, I was feeling pain from like literally let's put it into perspective real quick. We broke up on a like essentially Sunday morning, but like it went bad Saturday. I was giving people relationship advice that Friday. Okay. So it was a whirlwind that I wasn't allowing myself to feel and I think the problem with that, and this is what I mentioned in the other podcast episode, is that when I'm not feeling 100% strong, I'm very hard on myself. And it essentially breaks me down naturally because I want to put on this facade. And a lot of the times it's true. Like, I honestly, I'm doing very well. I know my worth and I'm very proud of how I'm doing. However, there are times where like, oh my God, I missed the shit out of him. And like, like I couldn't clean my apartment because I didn't want to look at pictures like obviously I'm still going through it physically too. I'm, um, I can't eat like I'm really really trying you guys like trigger warning there but like it's it's very interesting um and so what I want to tell anyone who's going through a healing journey is you can cry and still be strong you can scream in a freaking pillow tons of swear words and still have a mature response You can like literally want to punch a freaking wall and still know your worth. And that is something that is so important to know that like it is not weakness when you're sad, when you cry, when you have a step back, when you need to have a couple more glasses of wine than usual. Like this is a part of healing. And I now know that. And it's something I was very hard on myself the first few days and one of my best friends Literally was like maybe Hannah, like maybe working out like three times a day and not eating like isn't necessarily strength (laughs) Like maybe being emotionally intuitive with yourself is like where we can focus on and be proud of ourselves because you Are making me proud, you know, so it's like wow that is very true You're strong everyone (laughs) Next subject I wanted to talk about because oh time check that Thursday before my friends and I were at dinner debating whether it was worse to get cheated on or This is so sad, you guys. Or have someone tell you they don't see a future with you. Well, here I am. I've had both. (laughs) So I'll give you a little bit of like an analysis. I think that the difference between my reactions and why I see and feel so much strength right now is because of what I talked about earlier and there is power in knowing that if some someone doesn't see you for your full potential and see a future with you that by the way would be really freaking beautiful if they did the hard work to get there then I have peace knowing I walked away with that on the table whereas when I got cheated on it was what's wrong with me I had a lot of physical insecurities is that girl cuter than me? Is there something I said? And I really, really over-internalized what about me was missing for him to go fill that void with other women. It is still important to make sure that now on this emotional side, which can be, by the way, a lot more hurtful than the physical side. That probably is going to turn physical, unfortunately. But the emotional side, you need to be very careful that you're not being like, what's wrong with me that this person can't see a future with me? Because at the end of the day, like this man literally did tell me I didn't make him happy. And obviously that broke my heart. But I'm you have to analyze that. Like there is such a deeper meaning behind each communication issue you have and how much it really is a team dynamic that needs to be there in order to see a future. And maybe a lot of things that they weren't seeing, they weren't doing themselves. And it's just really, really important to process both types of breakups. Really emotionally strong and really, really, oh, of course, think about you and what you've done. Of course, I think about what I could have done better. But I am strong-willed and powerful in the thought and in the knowledge that one day someone's gonna think I'm the most freaking beautiful person in the world. Not on the outside, but then the inside too. Well, Let's help on the outside. We do love that. But (laughs) you know what I mean? And I have so much happiness. I'm not even like super spiritual, but I know that the universe will work itself out for me. And the only time I've ever had the universe consecutively play tricks on me is when I won't accept that things are changing and I'm like fighting for it to be the same. And so I have peace walking away knowing that. But anyway, I could probably do a whole episode on like the toxic breakups versus more of like a, um, I mean, it was kind of messed up, but like, (laughs) it was more mature, but you know what I mean? So I had, I always do a question box and it's, we're approaching the end of the episode. I feel like I'll make this one a little bit longer than usual, but I kind of answered some questions already. One of them was, um, the memories in the family but another one was how you're able to like move forward not question- constantly questioning getting back together and i think that this is something i kind of already answered but it's very important to note that i with my full entire heart would want to get back together with that man because i put so much work into it but do i want to get back together with him to feel the way i felt and no, no. And do I know that I have like a full on journey ahead of me and good things are coming? Yes. So to me, I can live my life knowing that during my healing journey, I do want him with my full heart, but know that for right now and for the long term future, I'm on the path with myself. And at the end of the day, I was very clear that I was not going to wait and I was not going to be here and I'm not because I am moving forward with each day and with each step towards what the future holds. And like I've said a few times, it breaks my heart. He's not in that future, but I can't be constantly thinking about the what ifs because it will make me spiral more and it will make me forget my own worth. And that's what the priority is right now. Um, another question kind of similar, but was like, do you believe in like cutting off communication? How is that? Um, as I mentioned, we're in the same friend group. It is very, very tricky. I recommend it zero (laughs) percent, but I also had a beautiful friendship with him. Like I said, I considered him my best friend. I don't think I was his, but that is okay because I loved him as a best friend. I think what you have to remember when it comes to reaching out to people that you know there's not going to be a future with it only makes you feel worse and I've been there I've been that person I feel what it feels like and every time you feel like reaching out to him just like do something that's focused on the future like work extra hard at work or reach out to a friend tell them you love them watch a movie like go be around someone like I for instance, even releasing this podcast last week got really, really, really emotional because I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so bittersweet. The feeling that I'm so proud of myself and like, yes, for instance, I'm literally talking about healing, but like I literally still would even want to like send him this episode and be like, what do you think? Like, do you, did you analyze that part? Like, did you, are you proud of me? Are you proud of me? And at the end of the day, like that would just hurt me knowing there's still nothing there for him. And I have to have knowledge, and a willpower in that and I also believe in situations that like someone cheated on you or something oh my gosh block that bitch block them right away cut them off of every single social media like it's just hard because it's like I don't know some people that like have bothered me and upset me throughout my entire relationship like girls wise that I feel like we're not true friends they were the wishy-washy ones I have cut off and I believe oh I'm gonna do an episode on that next week by the way female friendships because it's something I'm really going through and you really see um the good and the bad and the ugly on that side too and sometimes that's important to cut off but I think having the strength to know that reaching out can take you a step back um, is really important. And I think the hardest time to do that is when you are under the influence. So it's something that I'm really, really trying to work on when it comes to the damp lifestyle, like having that control when I'm social. Because when you're social, it's the hardest time. For instance, last Friday, I had my rebirthday party and my hot pink limbo shaking my ass around Austin. And then by the end of the night, oh, I was having a blast with my college friends, guy friends that I hadn't seen in a while having a blast I think I even flirted with someone I know it's crazy I think I might have but (laughs) end of the night everyone's asking me how are you doing how are you like what's going on and that's so nice but oh my gosh it broke my heart like I just wanted to run into his apartment and like just be like let's forget it ever happened and I think also a lot of that is like looking at other couples. Like that can be a really hard trigger, which is like so sad that that's true. But I mean, that's just like the case for a lot of people I know, I'm being realistic with you guys here. But yeah, I know that reaching out to him and talking with him just would break my heart further. So I'm trying really hard. But I think that when you do reach out to someone, do not be hard on yourself. Just understand and process how it makes you feel. And then in the future, you can remember that feeling and like work off of it. I think when you ignore it and you're like, oh, whatever, like I was drunk or my friend told me to or like all of that, you just make excuses for yourself that bundle forward. Oh, by the way, you guys, I have had a couple signs. This is a complete side note, but I'm staring at it right now. I have had this cactus that I bought in August of 2020, which by the way, like I told you guys, I met him in August of 2020. I literally have left Austin for a while. You guys know I travel a lot. Like cacti, you know, they last, but I look at this cactus last Monday. So the day after, like, it had been official. This cactus was rotten. Like, no saving the cactus. It's completely dead. It's gone for all of that. I was like, that is a sign. I also got my period right away. TMI, sorry for the 1% men who listen to this, but I was like, okay. That is a weird sign. And then also, I've literally been number one numero uno astrology hater, like saying it's a marketing tactic, but now I'm like the biggest Mercury is in the retrograde activist that's ever existed on this entire planet because... People are explaining that a lot of times when Mercury is in retrograde and to my friend Sarah, who's listening to this, you know, I'm botching it already. Sometimes it's like this bad stuff happens and you're supposed to embrace it. Like you're not supposed to question the retrograde. You're just like supposed to let it pass and like kind of like roll with the punches. But sometimes retrograde also like takes things out of your life that weren't meant to be there. And so I've just like really taken that as my like reason to keep going to be like, And the reason to not be so upset about the timing of like my brother's wedding and the trips because like like i said okay so the next time i was pmsing like he was getting his boots on and leaving (laughs) retrograde just showed me that it was like inevitably going to happen and unfortunately i wasn't aware of that um and i think i ignored a lot of that and retrograde was like girl quit ignoring let's get our shit together and move forth Sorry, mom. A couple swear words there. Anyway, I feel like as I continue through my healing journey further, I will continue to say examples of what I'm working towards. I hope this gave a better idea of like who I am now that I'm healing. It's so interesting that like he doesn't know the side of me and I don't know that side of him. And we have a future that we won't be together. Um, I don't know what's next for me, but I do know that I'm an extremely... Indi- driven independent confident individual and good things are going to be coming i also have no idea where that is going to be i am just embracing my moments in life in austin fully and i am really really proud of myself i'm really really thankful for things that you guys have messaged me and the fact that a lot of us can heal together and even if you're not going through a breakup but like you remember past breakups and you're maybe just listening to me like I joked about last week because like you know us or whatever I just wanted to end it by saying that like it is really important to know that you can love someone so much and they are not the right person and the important thing to remember is the right one won't pass you by You need to lock into that thought and you need to like remind yourself that every single morning because it has given me so much strength to know that oh my gosh do I still have things to work on but oh my gosh have I come so far and a lot of that is have to do with you guys so I appreciate your messages and I appreciate everything I know I cried a few times but I promise I'm doing really well. Um, I have a lot of exciting stuff ahead. I'm going to New York this weekend with my best two college friends. We're going to bull around the city and just like have a blast. I have so much exciting things on the horizon. I feel so driven and motivated to just share more about who I am. Um, I am sorry to him if I got too personal at some points in this podcast, but that is me. That is what this platform is for. and I have utmost respect for him, his friends, his family. But I have a lot of respect for myself. So I'll leave it at that. I love you guys. If you're going through the same, feel free to message me. We can always vent together. Um, again, appreciate every listen. And um, stay tuned for next week. We're going to talk about those friendships. I hope you enjoyed this episode stay tuned for next week if you enjoyed the episode please be sure to review and share with your people it means the world to me check me out on instagram and tiktok so excited to continue this journey with you all